0: Alright, good afternoon. It's Mikey B and the Funky Bunch. I got DJ Trev and uh, Big Fridge Chaz.
1: What's good, (laughs) y'all? Enough with the nicknames, man.
0: Why? Why don't you like
1: the nicknames? Big Fridge? Why? Well, It's uh, starting to affect my outside life, Mike.
0: Big Brisket. (laughs) Yeah, is that what you want? Chaz, last last podcast we did that... Yeah, you were housing down the Oreos... (laughs) Every,
2: guy, every episode now is going to start with the Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> and now right. he's not eating Oreos, but I'm eating a fucking donut. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. your next <laughs> podcast, Mike, you got to get some. Okay, get some to be fair, Chaz was diet. eating
0: two Oreos at a time, dunking in the milk, <laughs> and literally one bite and then picking up two more and One bite, it. everyone knows the rules. Yeah. Uh, we might get copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, now we are. All right. One by no one <laughs> rules. Yeah. So, last time we talked, I think last time we talked, we talked birds. My bad. My bad. Oh, we have – Chaz, you're going to be our breaking news guy because at, at this point it could be – went straight in. With my guy. Well, we had two breaking news. We had the Dougie P firing, um, and then we had the Nick Sirianni hiring. So, the last couple of birds podcasts <laughs> we had, all the important shit happened. So, for anyone who – isn't aware that, what, three weeks ago, Eagles bring in Nick Sirianni from the Colts. It
2: might be a little longer, but yeah, you're there. You're yeah. There, part.
0: And uh it's just been complete chaos inside the organization. There are so many reports out there of the relationship between Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, and Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson. I think it's starting to shed some light. Um... Not to cut you off, should I go on
1: Twitter for the breaking news like, yeah. like I did the last time? When we yeah, hit Twitter
0: much. and just refresh the type in Eagles and then um, just do the latest. But so it's starting to come out more and more that it, it appears that Doug Peterson wanted to back Carson Wentz. The conference that he had with Howard Roseman probably went along the lines of, I think we can fix Wentz. He's our franchise guy. We're gonna rebuild our O line. We're gonna retool the entire offense around him. I guess Howie pulled some strings and said, "No, Jalen Hurts is our guy," <coughs> pretty much forcing Doug Peterson's hand out of Philadelphia. Yep. Then you get reports a week later: Carson Wentz is not happy with front front office management.
2: And I uh, yeah, we're finding out that it's Roseman now, and mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't Dougie. Apparently, Dougie wanted what Lori wanted. And
0: Laurie once wins. So, the good news is, is that this will be the make or break for Howie. If you don't go 500... Don't fuck it up, Howie. Well, at, at this point, there's been talks about the the trade to Chicago for the 20th overall. Nick Foles and Terry Cohen. It's fucking stupid. Well... The only thing of value there is the 20th overall pick.
2: Yeah, and you're literally getting the money back with Foles, and you're getting Tariq Cohen for no reason. He's not playing with Sanders. And I don't know how um, Jordan Howard's contract looking. I don't know if he's still on the team. I know we picked him off of waivers or we just signed him. So if we picked him off waivers, he still got that contract that he got. So I don't really know how that's going to fall, but you still got Boston Scott. I don't see why. They're,
0: they're, they're probably going to move on from Corey Clement. Yeah. That if, if that happens. Um, it, but Tariq Cohen's coming off an ACL tear. Yeah. Now, they, his camp said that he'll be ready for opening day. Run, running backs who have been in the league for a couple of years, tear their ACL. I, I'm not sold on the whole Adrian Peterson coming back and mm-hmm. and tearing up the – But then again, he, he, he might only get 100 rushes for the season. Um dependent on Miles Sanders health, but that's the first trade. The second trade, the Colts camp has really not come out with too much of what they're willing to give up, but I'm seeing Marlon Mack, the running back um from from the Colts, is on the is on the table. Which <coughs> I wouldn't mind. Me. I think Marlon Mack is a better running back than yeah, Terry Cohen. That, that would be an upgrade, but for sure. Because they got They got a lot in
2: Indianapolis. Yeah, they got Hines. They got Jonathan Taylor. Now I,
0: the Colts, see. I don't know what they're in the they're in the they're in the low twenties, right?
2: They're like twenty one, probably twenty three around there. Yeah,
0: they did better than the Bears. So you're gonna be. I I think what it's gonna come down to is if Carson is willing to play ball a little bit renegotiate the contract so he can go to a place that he wants. You can get a first overall pick from a lot of teams if you take out that $24 million sign-up bonus. The Colts it, got 21. 21, so you would be really no different yeah, than
2: a pick. And I'm looking at a mock draft right now. They got Patrick Sertain, who I think is the best cornerback in the draft, going at 21 to the Colts. And your guy, Chaz, Kadarius Tony's projected 20th to the Bears. Oh, I might have to become a Bears fan. Well, <laughs> if, you, kidding, if you if you if you trade
0: um, if you trade Carson for the twentieth, now here's here's a scenario that I kind of want to run by you. Well, you don't think Carson's I, your guy? You I, don't think Jalen Hurts is your guy? I was, you so, trade you trade Carson, get that twentieth pick. You trade I Jalen,
2: get that. I was talking to Cody about my boy Cody, our guy Cody out there, but um, Chody Chody. I was, uh, <laughs> I was talking to him about last like, night. I was like, dude, imagine they move off from once and Hurts. You get a quarterback at six, you get your wideout and a cornerback at twenty and twenty-one, because there there will be a wide receiver available there, whether it's Jalen Waddle or Darius Tony.
1: Not to get off the path, but something just came up on my Twitter, and I feel like it would be a good conversation of topic. The Denver Broncos have released cornerback AJ Boy. I'm assuming Ooh, that's AJ Boy, yay and. Someone retweeted it and said, "At Eagles, pay the man." Now, would you guys like to see them pick that cornerback up? Would that be like a good pickup, maybe? Or Trevor saying yes, Mike saying no. If
0: you can get him for the right price, so was, you have you have a bunch of money dished out to Darius Slay. I know, I know we got to fix part. our
1: defense he too. He's a part, part
2: of that legendary Saxonville defense. Yeah, like, Ram- him and Ramsey. And yeah. well, let's be real here. Like you said, depends on the money, but he is over Nickel Roby Kilman. He is over. I don't know if he's ever met Bounte Maddox, but he's he'll be your slack I
0: would say guy. so. I would say like
2: Maddox, your slack guy, and then your two other guys slaying Booyer, that's a pretty and good And
1: I recently, secondary. I wish I could remember what I saw on it, but I recently saw something on uh, Jalen Mills. I want to say he said something about how he wants to stay in Philly. He loves it here. Could be wrong on that, though, but I was just
0: throwing that out there. Well, I'm sure he's getting the minimum if he wants to stay. And Jalen, you, you gotta, you gotta imagine he's like, as much as it, it, it's a benefit that he can play safety and corner. He doesn't really play either one particularly well, so if you can upgrade for, but but then again, if he wants to I take his a, problem
1: is speed because I, I watching him play, he plays really far off the person, so he doesn't get burnt, which ends up burning him when they run the short route because he's so far away from them.
0: The the thing that happens in the NFL when you move on from defensive coordinators, <coughs> you move on th- – there's a reason why when your defensive coordinator leaves, a bunch of your defensive player leaves because whatever you're doing was not working. So if you're – if a defensive coordinator comes in here, he's probably going to want to rework his, his defensive backs it t- to a degree. Now, can Jalen find himself on the roster? Probably. Mm-hmm. But – I think if you can upgrade for cheaper or a little bit more, you you probably should. And this all depends on if the Carson if Carson gets traded as contact uh, contract currently constructed or if he renegotiates. Because if he renegotiates and goes to a place like San Fran, you know you're you're talking you're going to have significant draft capital to re- replace him. You you have the potential to have three first round picks here. But I'd be if you're moving on from. Jalen and Carson, you the the pick the Zach Wilson makes
2: he's gonna be a stud. Dude. Make makes more sense, I think right? The best in the class.
0: And and you're gonna get it because once Jacksonville and the Jets take their their quarterback, the only way I could possibly see there's gonna be a quarterback at six if Miami stays with Tua. Yeah. And I think they will. I don't know why the dude gets yeah. tarnished like that. They they did not play that bad this. Mm-hmm. The, um, I think if you kind of if you add some more offensive pieces that you you took him at the the yeah. and, and your first overall pick like you, you can't just move on from him a year a year later. Um, so I can't imagine them taking Zach Will – unless they think he's the guy, and then they could trade Tua for a yeah, first yeah, yeah. round. Mm. But that that I think that they're going to sit tight with Tua, unless unless the opportunity arises. But I think Zach Wilson will be available if, and if you can get a first for Jalen Hurts, like you got him in the second, you trade him for a first. A it's a win. First, fin- financially, yeah, you're getting a first over a first round pick for a second round pick. Yeah, that's that's a win, but. I think it's way more complicated than that because that, that involves making a bunch of splashes and will Howie Roseman kind of move to that angle? That, that's a big time move to trade both your quarterbacks. Now imagine this.
1: We get the man, the myth, the legend back. Nick Foles. He's fucking terrible. This city would go fucking nuts. He's so bullshit.
0: shit. If Nick Foles comes to the city I of know Philadelphia, what you're about. Like, the quarterback I was, in front of him better that. watch out because the first interception, throw Nick in.
1: I I am with Trevor on that. I I don't think he is a starter. I think he is a backup. He's a good backup. He does good when the pressure is all on him and we need him. But just imagine what
0: the city would do if we got Nick Foles back. Well, the like I said, the the. Whatever quarterback comes in in front of him, Mm -hmm. he has one bad game. The Eagles fans are going to this want to throw – I don't think – as much as, like, they're professionals, they should be able to handle that, I don't think that's – you already had it with Carson and Jalen. Can you imagine when Nick Foles comes back? (laughs) Dude, the first bad drive, they're going to say put him in.
2: I mean, it could be a possibility that – it's really out of the dark, but you do get that Bears trade. You do get the Colts trade, whether it's with Hurts or Wentz, however it goes. You get 20 and 21. Uh huh. You draft a guy at number six. I think, personally, if I think Fields is there at six, they're going to take him. I don't think Fields is going to stay there, though. I don't, I don't think so either, but if he's there, they will take him. And um, honestly, do you, do you just run it with Fields and Foles? Have Foles mentor Fields?
0: Who knows? But... I'd be you, more interested to
2: see another mentorship with a young guy. Yeah, I would really like good. Nick
0: Foles for that because mm-hmm. he won't be butthurt if he's playing backup. I would like to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick though oh, as Fitzpatrick. your backup because <laughs> that dude has been a backup his entire career. Basically, I think he's a starter. He he could be. Yeah, I, he played well <laughs> last year. I don't know why they took the jump. Oh, let's do it, man.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I, you know,
0: I, I get situation. it. That's your first hey. overall pick, but. Like, I do get it, but he was not playing bad. And I think that he's been in the league so long, he is another mentor-like quarterback. The only thing that concerns me, though, is remember when they benched him and he said, I thought this was my team, like, yeah. we're 4-1. We're and one. That could be a problem, but that was because he was the day-one starter. And um, so if you come in, I, I don't know, the, the whole – it all depends on Carson – did um
1: was there rumors that they were gonna have this Wednesday tonight or today at some point?
0: I heard it was yesterday. I,
2: yeah,
1: I saw Monday, Monday
2: and Tuesday. And okay.
1: usually trades
2: will happen like around midday, like as of right Just now. Just because
1: I, I saw something on uh Twitter I, I've been refreshing and Flemboy and baby UWU tweeted happy wednesday so i didn't know if they came out saying that they were going to nah. address the wednesday situation nah. no
0: I, I there's reports from um not adam shefter but someone That's inside the, days, in, inside the eagles camp that the bears <coughs> are beginning to get frustrated with how long the process is taking <coughs> look at his profile picture Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Twitter world for you.
2: Now, what are the odds that um, the Bears, like you just said, they get frustrated they back out, and we have to end up doing what the Rams did with Goff? What are the odds of that happening? Because I heard Pac and M- Pat McAfee say that earlier this morning when I was watching this podcast. What was that? We're going to have to trade Wentz with a few first-round picks just to get another player.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you have le- – at, at this money. Yeah, and if if you're Carson – like you, you, you should renegotiate. Make it guaranteed money because guaranteed money is not hit against your cap. Yeah. So now, don't get me wrong. If you get injured, it's kind of a it's a dead it's considered dead loss money. But if you want to get out of Philadelphia, you have to you have to play a little. You can't. You have to play ball, and I think if Carson does come back, that's just. You need to move on. That yeah. This era of Eagles football is officially over with Doug Peterson leaving. I just don't understand. the. You have an offer for the 20th, Nick Foles, and Terry Cohen. The fact that you're getting a first-round pick is kind of a blessing. Mm-hmm. I think you'd move it because you're freeing up a bunch of money. Yep. Because if, if they don't get this done before March 3rd, his contract is locked in for 2022, which makes it even a harder challenge when he gets paid more money for that season. So if someone's willing to do, like we talked about a month ago, if someone's stupid enough to do this, you can't get greedy at this yeah. point. You got to you ha- you have to move on. And I think for Jalen Hurts, I think that would I I don't know what he is. Like I Who Jalen Hurts? Yeah, people it's either you love him or you hate him, but
1: he, I didn't really watch him in college. I mean, the most, like, when I watch people in college, I mainly watch wide receivers, and that's because of fantasy. I never really worked, like, fantasy football for mm-hmm. like, my leagues. And that's why I watch wide receivers, because I'm not really worried about anything other than wide receivers, because they, for me, they make and break my team. I've had troubles with wide receivers in the past years, So I don't really watch quarterbacks in the... Good looks for seeing fantasy, though. The, the, um... I don't watch quarterbacks in the NCAA. Well, the question you have
0: to ask yourself is, right, if you're watching him as an Eagles fan, he was still 1-3 and as a starter. Yeah. I'm Not a very effective passer.
1: Yeah, I actually, speaking of that on my Twitter, let me see if I can find it real quick. Right here. It goes, Carson is, I mean, I don't know if I would stretch it this much, but the dude person goes, Carson is a hell of a better quarterback than Hurts. Time for how I do the right thing and build the team around Carson. And it showed Jalen Hurts' stats. And it said team point 17. Completion on um, ATT. I don't know what that means. Completion. Attempts? Yes. He's 25 for 56. Completion PCT, which... Completion percentage? Yeah.
0: What's that at? 44.6%. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, that is – if you're sub 60 – Pass
1: TD interceptions is zero TDs, three interceptions. Fumble loss, one. Pass rating is a 41.2. So –
0: That's the last 20 drives of the season. Yeah. So that's about the last two games. I mean this. This person here has it out for Jalen because that's yeah. That's, I mean, that's not a totality. I, kind I don't of thing. know.
1: I don't know if I would stretch that much because one, he's a rookie in the NFL. Yeah. Totally different ball game once you go up to the big leagues than college. It's a lot more faster. A yeah. lot more. You got way bigger guys coming at you. Yeah. So it's it's a different it's a different animal once you get into the NFL. So you can't really judge it off his first year. Maybe it was like his second year. Yeah, you could judge it off that because he he's already had his welcome to the NFL. But.
0: Yeah, the Eagles are just in such a bad shape, like, you you guys, like, I've been spoiled as an Eagles fan since I've grown up, like, I remember that when Donovan got drafted in 99. See, like,
1: we're kind of like your Sixers phase, remember when you got into the Sixers, they were bad and...
0: Well, I remember. I remember. Launch. I was part of the Iverson days. The the Iverson days were great, and totally weren't.
2: I was part of that. Ish Smith. Era of
0: that. Yeah, you were. I, you were the, the peak process. I
2: became a fan, and I don't want to sound like a fucking like bitch about it, but I did become a fan during that year. Because I remember they had Noel, and then I was like, I remember they drafted Okafor. Two weeks later, I bought an Okafor jersey. Yeah, and
1: then we see where that went.
0: But, that was uh, the peak process, and I think that
1: we're heading towards. I need to start watching more basketball. I like. I don't know. I just have a hard time watching it. That's why I don't get into it. I don't like I came with football the game last night. What's that? I
2: had
0: a hard time watching the game last night. Uh, I mean, he... I was watching it during the thirty-nine when they left thirty-nine in the quarter. It... I will never understand the Sixers have two all-defensive guards, but the Sixers give up the most points to guards in the NBA. How is that fucking possible? Every single night, the shooting guard that shoots the lights out out of us. Well, I mean, we're winning. It's a right scheme to win. Yeah, we're one of the best in the league right now. Yeah. And the thing is, is that the difference between Brett Brown and Doc Rivers is that you let up 71 points at half. And Brett Brown is not going to, you know, he'll make adjustments. But you're still going to give up 50, 60 mm-hmm. points in the second half. Doc Rivers was like, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to play lockdown D. Yeah. They let up 40 points in the second half, which is I know. Yeah. which is amazing. It really is.
2: I think he's one of the best coach of all, coaches of
0: all time. Yeah, he's a he's a pure assess and judgment kind of coach. Like he'll, he'll let his players play, and then he'll watch and observe what's on the court and then make his adjustments mm-hmm. at halftime, which is what you – come playoff yeah. ball, that's going to be important because the the Sixers – Even last year, if everyone plays to their potential, Boston probably wins that series, but it's not a four of sweep.
2: Yeah,
0: Brett Brown had absolutely no answer for Kemba Walker; that he had no answer for um, Jason Tatum. So, I think Doc, you could just see the flow of the game is so much more natural. The every possession is meaningful. There, the one thing that I will say that the Sixers are going to be in trouble in. Is the turnovers? Oh, yeah, of course. And when you turn, you get you get about a hundred possessions a game. When you turn the ball over seventeen times, you're giving the opponent seventeen extra tries at a basket. And do the math. That's a lot of points. It is, and granted, that's other teams turn the ball over too, but let's just say they turn the ball over ten times, and the other team only turns the ball over five times. You have a potential for 15 points right yeah. there in baskets that you're going to have to make up for no other reason than you turn the ball over. Um, the quick, is, yep.
1: quick little like,
0: um, insert. Not that, not that,
1: I don't know if we were switching to basketball right there or not. I would think we just fucking went with the flow. But I saw this and another thing, I feel like it would be another good thing to talk about. Do you guys think the Eagles should fire Hallie?
0: Well, he day. should have been fired. Any sure. general manager that goes 4-11-1 probably should be looked at. You, He constructed the roster.
2: Yeah. This year, we'll say, after this year.
0: This is make or break. It, it, if he's not fired by the end this... Because Washington is a quarterback away
2: Yeah, from, uh, what's going on now? Like, we were talking about... Well, I've been saying this for a few days or a few months now, honestly. This team is... these. This league is not going to be in the need for a quarterback in a few years. It's kids that are going to be coming in as quarterbacks aren't going to be drafted for a while, and then I'm thinking it's like, now I'm fucking looking at the these teams. There's like maybe fucking ten teams that don't need a quarterback, and it's insane. Yeah, because now fucking Russ wants out. I see.
0: Yeah, that's and dude. I that is that I, is an interesting.
2: And I saw a thing. What he wants like, out of Seattle? Well,
0: he didn't say that, like but he, he said that, he's think, tired of
2: getting hit. I think they're. I think what they're trying to do. I think he's trying to put it up. A I right don't way, blame Like I, would I wish
1: quarterbacks it. would step up more with that. Because I like play I I see it, and like some people like, don't don't see it in a quarterback's eyes. Of like, it, it takes a toll on your body getting getting hit by a 300-pound dude. like Yeah. And I feel like quarterbacks should step up and talk about that more. Because, like, everyone, the quarterback gets sacked. Who does everyone blame? The quarterback. Because, oh, he should have got the ball off faster. He should have got out of the pocket. He should have ran. I sometimes sometimes there's nothing you can do but take the hit. You can't. There's, It's a safer play for you to take the hit than try and force the ball out and get an interception because – when you do that, then the play does actually fall on you because you're forcing a play that's not there. So, I don't know. I I like when quarterbacks step up and say that they, they don't want to get hit a lot.
0: Well, you know what the GMs probably, are going to
1: say? I mean, it is kind of throwing the spotlight off you. Like, oh, business. yeah, he he's
0: throwing Take less money. Yeah. Take less money, we'll get better linemen. And that could be a realistic...
1: It could be. I, I understand what you're getting at with that. I just... I kind of liked hearing that. Well, you're right. Most you're, quarterbacks you're right. don't step yeah. up and, and throw throw them guys underneath the bus, but sometimes you need to. You need Oof. to throw other teams. Like, you can't just – like, Wentz, I feel like he took a lot of the fall. I mean, he did have a really bad season. But, like, i not saying us having better linemen, a better line would have changed the season a whole lot. Are you talking but, about the Eagles? Yeah. But, like, I feel like if Wentz would have stepped up a little bit more and asked for more help on the line – yeah, there's a chance he would have been asked to take a pay cut or whatever, but it's still like, I don't know. It, it opens up. Well, Carson's the, eyes the one who advocated for Jason
0: Peters to come back. I'm looking yeah. for it
2: right now, but I remember seeing earlier this year, the insane, the insane number of him. Like when he was playing, I think it was when we played the Ravens, he was under pressure for 70 percent of the snaps. Yeah, yeah. and that's, what that, I mean. that's that's too much. Can't fucking happen. You yeah. can't,
1: and that's what I mean. Carson didn't come out in a press conference and say, well, I can't do that. He didn't throw his lineman underneath the bus one bit. He just took the hate from everyone saying he's yeah. a bad quarterback. and sacked 50 times this year. I like that in him, too. But then again, too, there's there's sometimes where you look back at it and you can see that he had a hole to run through, which is kind of getting over that ACL injury. He's got to get used to, like, hey, I, I can still run.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's a whole spectrum of, of things. The whole team did think, not play well. Yeah, it's not just on Carson. Carson's not on defense. Carson's not dropping balls. Carson's not getting injured but at the running see, back position. It, but you see what happens, like
1: everyone just yeah. blames him for it. Which that's why, like, I love Carson Wentz. I, I think he's a really good quarterback, and I will always stick with that until like he physically, like, if he goes to a different team that has a better line, yeah, and he does the same thing he did this year, then I will be able to admit I was wrong, but did it with I did it with Aguilar. I loved Aguilar. I knew I didn't know, but I could see that like he wasn't in the right position. That year we won the Super Bowl, they moved him in the position I said he needed to be and he can't go one on one he he's good on them slants. I think that was a Super Bowl year he did the he was on
0: Yeah, he played and, slot. Yeah and But then, he played slot a lot throughout his time post Super Bowl then too. They moved. they moved him back
1: and then now look at him. He went to a different team, and he was.
0: Yeah, well, he's also not dropping balls there. That's what I'm saying. Uh, he yeah. cost the Eagles like two games single handedly. He dropped. Remember that Atlanta game Front where he dropped it. Yeah. He dropped it in his hand. Like, you're you're talking, you're talking a, a difference between home field advantage and not. Yeah. As it, you can't put it on one player in one game, but the but you're looking at even look at what happened in the Super Bowl. You signed you signed Mahomes to this four hundred million dollar deal. There's not enough pieces of the pie to get you a good, well, I was good lineman. At work, there, someone, there just isn't.
1: I was talking at work and someone was like, I think they Trevor, not gonna lie, I think the person thought I was you. Were you rooting for Tampa Bay?
2: No. no? Was it was it an was it an older was, guy? Yeah, I was essaying.
1: Is his name Stan? I don't know. he didn't have his name tag on, but um, um he was like he's a walker and never wears a mask. I wasn't paying that close attention. He caught me off guard when he said He goes, Oh, you were the you were the Tampa Bay guy or I think he said Pat's guy or something like that.
2: It, it was Stan then. It or was not Stan. Pat's. But um anyways I was
1: like uh I told him I was like, Yeah, I think you're talking about my friend, but I was like, I was either way. I, I didn't really care who won or lost. I wanted Mahomes to win, but I also looked at it as Mahomes has many years ahead of him to come back in that position. Yeah. Where I mean, I know I didn't want Tom Brady to win, but it would be cool for the Bucks to get a Super Bowl and stuff like that. So, like, I wasn't really, like, you know what I mean? It, it, I wasn't really into the Super Bowl this year because I, I was either way. I, I didn't really care who won and who lost. Yeah. Cause Mahomes will definitely, I think, will be back. And my key thing on it was, like, everyone was saying, oh, Mahomes fell apart, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't he the hype. Like, he played like shit. Yeah, he and wasn't he
0: the hype. and like shit. The, the whole team you played you like
1: see, garbage. Like, they need another. Receiver. That year, that year, he went and uh, much nope, no ball, money. And he was and he was doing like them crazy throws and stuff. Yeah, you see what happens once team gets films on you. They learn how to shut you down, so
0: you can't do them trick stuff. Well, the thing is, the thing is too is that Mahomes has only lost two games in the regular season, and what winds up happening. And and in situations like this is like you can't. Did he have a bad game? Yes, but when you pay your quarterback that amount of money, you're not going to have depth. You could get your starters filled out. You could, but the Eagles were fortunate in an aspect to have so much depth at lineman. Like lotta your seventh round pick is now starting and playing very well. For, when you pay quarterbacks that much money. You are not going to have these people who funnel in and can just fill fill that spot. There's only so much money you can throw at people to fix your problem before mm-hmm. you start having to think, who can I get on a rookie deal? He
2: was sacked three
0: times, and he ran for almost 500 yards. Mahomes I mean, trying to, to escape pressure.
1: I'm not trying to say anything because, like, I really don't think that game was like, as people would say, cheated or like rigged. But I will say, and I've heard a lot of talk about it, that a lot of people were saying that the penalties were like tic-tac-toe penalties. They were not very good. It was a very – I heard a lot of people say it was, a, it was one of the worst official games, Super Bowls. And I can see that because there was one that really caught my attention. And it was – I'm really bad with names, but it was, the, it was one pass interference where Tom Brady – completely overthrew the dude in the end zone. Yeah. Like, the ball hit the back wall, like, where the fans would sit. And they called it a pass interference. And I, I was on the couch. I'm like, man, that really should not have been a call. That was not a catchable ball at all. And everyone around me was like, dude, no, that should have been a penalty. And I'm like, I, I get it. It's a penalty. But at the same time, it at the, like, they ended up scoring on it because I got closer to the end zone, obviously. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that should have been a penalty because you got to look at it like – So what? He interfered with the play, but there's no way you're jumping seven feet in the air to catch that ball. Like, he way overthrew the dude, no matter matter if that penalty happened or not. And then there was another one that I thought was really bad, and this is the one that um, I was thinking of earlier. I I mixed it up in my head, was when he was running down the field, and the Chiefs guy fell. He tripped. And he went down and you can see him turn his body so he doesn't fall on this guy's feet. He turns his body to the side and his arm comes down and hits the dude and the dude stumbles. And they called him for pass interference, which that one really got me mad because like you can see this guy is trying his best not not to interfere with this guy. Again, it was an ever thrown ball. Yeah. He wasn't catching that. But it's they they ended up they ended up calling it and I mean, it is what it is. Game's over, Bob. Like, yeah. hey, it's over. But I just thought that one was a really bad call because, like, you can see this guy. He he was trying his best not not to interfere with this guy, and he clipped his leg, and the dude fell, and they called. Yeah, him. Yeah, it, it still doesn't matter
0: though. You still infringed on on yeah. on the route. I mean, penalties are gonna happen, especially like holding. No wonder that offensive especially line got in called the Super for holding. Because they were getting beat all day. Like, oh, what do you?
2: Line played like shit. What, what
0: do you? Yeah, what do you do if you like you, you? played line. If you're getting beat, what do you naturally do? You hold to get a, a better advantage.
1: I. I, I mean, yeah, I hate to say it, you do do that. But there's holding on every play, every there, play. I'm t- just from There is, down there, but if
0: it's blatantly obvious,
1: exactly that's what makes the difference. Like me and my dad talk about this all the time. There is on every play. There's probably holding somewhere in that line. It depends on how like people argue it, and they're like, "Then why don't they call it all the time?" I'm like, "Cause it depends on how good you hide it. Sometimes you can hold someone, and you can't even tell you're holding them because yeah. of where your hands are. Like I'm like, like from playing line. Sometimes if I held someone, a lot of times because you got to be inside the shoulder pads when you're on. You can't yeah. go outside when you're on offense. I would hold up in their armpit their jersey. Yeah. So my hands look like they're inside, but I'm really holding his jersey up underneath yeah. his arm, so he can't get by me. The problem with that is you have to know when to let go at the right time because if you stretch that jersey out like that, yeah. that's a flag. They can tell you're holding them. So it's kind of like how, like you said, how good you can hide it and yeah. stuff like that. Like I didn't hold every play. I know all, all the people next to me didn't hold every play, but on every play there is at least a holding somewhere. At some point, Just mm-hmm. even fingers getting caught up, they can call you for it too. Yeah. Like If your finger gets... In the jersey, that's why they're so tight now. So that way, it's it's hard for your fingers to get twisted up in a jersey, and then mm-hmm. then like start running. And they see because I feel like that's what refs look for holding something most of the time. Is like if I was a ref, that's what I would look for: is the jersey pulling out because yeah. that's a clear sign.
0: Like yeah, that's a the jersey clearest. that's
1: tight to your body
0: should not pull off your pads. Exactly. Yeah, I but, mean the bring the bring it back like full circle of yeah. We really I got off topic. No, it's dude. It's there. We're in the off season and. I think the play should be if you get for like you trade Carson for the twentieth, you have your sixth. If you trade, I'm
2: just showing what snowball game looks like. um, Yeah, that's if if you if you so
0: you trade Carson, get the twentieth. You trade you trade Jalen Hurts. You get like a low first round pick. I think at this point you you take Zach Wilson. And you move get your twentieth and whatever like your twenty first pick, move up to like eight or nine and take Jamar Chase, if he's available. That way, Zach Wilson has a top wide receiver to work with. He has, you know, he has Greg Ward and he has, you know, you're gonna. But then again, too, you could trade Zach Ertz and probably get a first round pick. Mm -hmm. You you could so you could really make a bundle for like, like. to rebuild this organization. It is
2: all in Howie's hands. And I think... I think a main reason why they didn't fire him is because this is his task. You got it. Now we're gonna see what you can fucking do. Yeah. Like you have Wentz, Hurts, Ertz... You have all these cards that you could just fucking dish out for getting so much better, yeah. like, draft capital. And just get younger, and then you're fucking good three years down the line. Yeah.
0: Ex- exactly. If you... Jason Peters, you move on from him. You uh, you probably have to move on from Corey Clement. You have to move on from Jalen Mills. You probably do. Roddy McLeod, you, you probably even have to move on from him. Mm-hmm. You got to get younger. You got to get speed, and you got to get talent. So, whatever you can do to get that, I like Richard Rodgers as your second. That dude balled out. He was our leading receiver, believe it or not.
2: Goddard Richard Rodgers would not be bad.
0: No, you that that is a top. 10 tight end core right yeah, there. for sure. I mean, Rodgers just needs yeah, to get more looks. Really scary? What? Kelsey and Goddard. Oh, dude, they ain't trading Kelsey. <laughs> they they should probably look at trading Kelsey because that team, the Chiefs team, they have so much money locked into all their players. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's Super Bowl windows still now, so they'll probably ride it until it stops working. But – um. Dallas is gonna come back strong, and Washington, you better watch out for that Washington team. They got a a competent quarterback. If they didn't roll out with what's his face, Um No, not the uh,
2: Dewey Haskins.
0: Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Haskins. If they didn't roll out with him for the first like eight games, that could be a ten win team. And um, a bit more than that. yeah, the Giants. I, I think the Giants are in the same position. They don't. They probably don't think Danny Danny Dimes is gonna. Um, do anything but dude i've seen this before with a lot of teams you we are in deep deep trouble and you almost have to sacrifice this the next year to get younger and to actually find your guy um luckily luckily the sixers and flyers are on on top so it it is kind of funny how at least one philly team is always on top which is good i when you're like a big market like we are um, but... How about that Philadelphia soul? Dude, I went to a game
2: when I was younger, the year they won the championship. They're, they're, they're fun to go they're to. They're fucking disgusting. Me and my dad went to, not to get off topic, but I just want to bring this up. <laughs> Me and my dad went to a game, and one of their defensive linemen got a sack or something, and his helmet fell off. Yeah. He took his helmet, bashed it against his head in the pregame warm-up, like, after that <laughs> in the huddle. Fucking gushing blood, went out, got another sack. Yeah, I, I didn't find the dude's name, but it was fucking insane. <laughs> like Dude, they're wild. You man, know they, who owns the soul, right? They literally throw they it themselves. Oh my god, I know who it is. I have a picture is of him. bro. not an old NFL player? Nah, don't say yeah. it. Don't say it.
0: Don't say Westbrook. it. No, he, was he in Eagles. Yeah, he was. He's an Eagles. There's two of them. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm There's gonna find There's two this shit. big time o- shareholders. I
1: know who you're talking about. I too. know exactly. Who so, I just can't about put a name on it. He's I on. He's on the talk
0: show radio
2: a lot. W I P. I'm not looking at He's on
0: 975. But I have I have the picture somewhere. Uh do you want to know the, the music artist? Tim McGraw? Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi is a owns a Philadelphia
2: soul. Alright, so I have I have I have that. And it's that dude, right? Is that who you're
0: talking about? Yeah, that's Ron Jaworski.
2: Yep, there it is, Ron Jaworski. Dad- <laughs> dude,
0: he looks like a fucking monster in that photo. <laughs> yeah. That that dude looks scary. I said as Tim, shit. I just said Tim McGraw because
1: I know Tim McGraw grew up in Philly because his dad played for the Phillies. Well, he I don't really know if he grew up be. in Philly, but I, I know. I'm sure. I'm sure that's Tim McGraw's dad. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he spent
2: some time in Philadelphia.
1: I just I don't, don't know, know if, like, I know, like, how, like, sometimes teams have off season houses. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean? well, yeah, yeah. And, all of them do. And baseball's played during the summer, so school's not going on. So
0: I didn't know, like, yeah, no, he only lived sure. in
1: Philly in the summer, no, and then let the school yeah, somewhere else. That's sure. what did we did that. we
0: talk about JT? JT got signed. No, but no, no, we did. That's not. So that's that's a good. That's a, back. They added another really, yeah, guy today. Oh, there'll be another fucking five hundred team.
2: Yep, yep, because.
0: They are the sorriest. Of, That's the sorriest team well, to watch.
2: As of right now, in my opinion, our only competition is the Mets. I think we could beat the Braves.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. That, who who do the Braves have besides Acuna and Albies, Though, I mean, they they lost pitchers. They did. I just don't trust the Phillies. Like when you give up, when your bullpen gives up seven runs a game. Yeah, but
1: uh, fucking that, you guys you know, also a lot I to bolster that. Though. I'm probably gonna get into baseball this year because I don't know. I'm, baseball. I'm returning it? to an old man, man. I just kind of want to base- be like. Baseball's fun work. to watch it, it, yeah, when they're
2: baseball's, winning. Baseball's not as boring as you think it is it's to watch. It's not. Because, dude, once you get in, like, let's say they jack a home run, then you're fucking into it. Because I remember watching that Cubs game when he hit that walk-off granny, Harper. I remember that whole game was like, it was back. It was like swing for swing. They were getting hits. Yeah. And then the last two innings were boring as fuck. And then I'm like, fuck, we are down three. And then he fucking hits it. I
1: mean, like, this oh, sounds shit. very cliche, but, like... Like, kind of like one of them, like, oh, well, no, no shit. But the best baseball I watched was when the, the Phillies won the World Series.
0: That's the Philadelphia's and, favorite team. And
1: the reason yeah. I liked that so much was not so much baseball, but I remember watching all of them series games with my grandpa, Poppy. Yeah. I remember watching them, at, like, all the time, and we were talking about it. That's when I was really into baseball. And, of course, I was a kid, so we were winning. So, obviously, I was going to be into baseball. Yeah. But, like, that's... That's really what like what keeps me like I check in on the Phillies every right now and not like not like you guys who like where you guys know who they're signing stuff,
0: but like big news I follow the Phillies. Well, players. it's hard to watch baseball when your team sucks. It yeah, does. Yeah. Like, it's football, hard to watch any ju- team.
1: This, that, that yeah. stinks. Like,
0: football has an immunity to it. Well, I mean, yeah, I understand that. People but in you, Philadelphia watch the Eagles every Sunday because it's the only I, game of the world. I understand run. what you're I'm saying. Sorry, <laughs> I'll be back. DJ were- Trav's taking a phone call.
1: He's going to the bathroom. Yeah, he's probably taking a dump.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're hanging around this long, then yeah, this is this is what's happening. But this is
1: raw. People people said
0: the '93 Phillies with the Mike Schmidt um, team was was their favorite. That's
1: when I wish I could go back. I wish I could go back in time for sports and watch old baseball, old hockey, old football. I feel like that's when it was the best. When, not again. This sounds really bad to say, but when they didn't care about injuries. In sports, like well, d- b-
0: back back in the '90s, PADs like, love, were just taking off. I would off.
1: love to go to a game and watch the great one play.
0: Oh yeah, like that—that's that, timeless. But you're and, watching, and you, you just—you just watched. I'm watching Tom I'm Brady. You, you're dad, watching the greatest quarterback and, of all time.
1: And you can say my generation has their own great one, which is Ovechkin. He's the greatest goal scorer in this generation. Yeah. And he,
0: yeah, 100. Like, percent
1: But like, just like the humble, like. Like, Wayne Gretzky is really humble. He hated being called the great one. Did you know that? Yeah. He, he hated it. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be seen as the best player, even though he knew he was, which is kind of cool. Like yeah, not, he many, was, not many sports people are like that nowadays. They, if they're the best ones, they know they're the best ones. Well,
0: Tom Brady's relatively humble. He for, is, too. A lot of great athletes are very humble. It depends
1: on the sport, I
0: feel like. Well, because really you, when you know you're the best, you don't need to be... People, there was this quote.
1: It says, "When you're good at something, you tell everyone. But when you're great at someone, they tell you." When you're yeah. Great at
0: oh yeah. That's that's a and really that, true that, statement.
1: And yeah, and I I like that quote, and I kind of like live by that quote when we play sport. Like, I don't like if say the friend group goes out and plays football. I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, I played this before. I'm better than all of you. I, yeah. I get put on my ass sometimes. I know when I'm not playing my best game. I know not to talk shit. I mean. Talking shit's my favorite thing to do, Dorn. I love stirring the stoop Lumber Yeah, Point I don't, sports. I don't, I don't talk smack. The only, the only sport I really don't talk smack in is basketball, and that's because I just I'm down in the paint battling. Yeah, it's like putting me on the front line. I'm just swinging arms around, hugging people, just picking them up, running them out of the paint. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- yeah.
0: I Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I but mean, I, I think for the you know. At least, like, at least for the Philly, Like, that, the 08 team, I mean, besides the Eagle I think the Eagles' Super Bowl team is everyone's favorite team. But it, no, it's, the, yeah, 08, I, the 08 Phillies was... I
1: like the Super Bowl team just because they had a lot of swagger. And that, that I like that a lot about teams because, like, some teams don't show that. But, like, I feel like some teams, when they show swagger, it, it kind of gives me goosebumps. It's like, man, they're, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like... You know what I mean by that, right? When the Eagles were showing swagger, like, the defense was celebrating. And, like, yeah. Like, it was kind of like, I don't mean show swagger as in, like, oh, we're the best. But I mean show swagger as in, like, so, like, next week the team's like, oh, shit, we're playing the Birds. Like, we yeah. got to get our, we got to play our best game. Like, that's yeah. what, like, kind of like, you're not a team to mess with because you're, you're swing or miss. you Like, you know what I mean yeah. by that? Like, give me a second to process it in my head to get it out right. But like, No, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I kind of like that swagger. Like teams know they have to play their best game against you because if they put their they take their foot off the gas any bit against you, you're just gonna steamroll them over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but anyways, I mean, back to what we we're talking about with old sports. I would, yeah. I would love to go back and like watch like Reggie
0: White and then play because it the Iron Curtain. Plan. Well, you will. You you're watching. In, in 50 years, you're going to be telling them about, like, Aaron Donald and, and Tom Brady. Like, you are wa- you are Dude, literally watching the greatest I people saw, play. I saw this
1: podcast video on YouTube, and it's actually kind of funny. It was with Aaron Donald and DK Metcalf. Oh, God. And you know how DK Metcalf's, like, built? Yeah. Well, they were talking about how much you bench, and Aaron Donald's like, yeah, I bench. I It might have been squat, so don't don't, like, get upset if I have this wrong. But I watched it, like, a few months back ago, and I... Want to say the number four hundred pounds, and the, the look on DK Metcalf's face was just—it had me laughing at it because he was like, he looked at Aaron Donald and was like, "Holy shit, dude, this dude's a fucking tank."
0: <coughs> yeah, that dude's a like, big boy.
1: Like, he, and then uh, and then Aaron Donald looked at him and started laughing. He goes, "How much do you bench?" And I I forget the number DK said, but it was like totally like yeah. lopsided and and. It was just funny to watch that. Like, you see this huge, ripped wide receiver looking at Eric Donald, like, holy shit, you lift that much?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the for the purposes of, you know, this podcast. I was the bathroom? I mean, Good. I kind of want to, for, for the next podcast, I mean, we'll, we'll keep you updated. We got to do this more more often. We just had a really busy few weeks. Yeah, I feel like
1: We weren't. We still did one.
0: We yeah, we did one last week with the
1: snow. We've been so we're in PA and we've been getting slammed with snow on the weekends lately. Yeah, and it's just been hard getting everyone together for a podcast because yeah,
0: I would like to throw a crazy variable into the instead of talking about just sports. I would like to do a podcast about what to do if you're joining the military. I think that would be beneficial for that.
1: Would actually yeah because you know a lot about that yeah. Um, I'm starting to get into weight loss. Yeah, that's a big part of it is getting in shape for the military. Because
0: and what what to do the the before process, getting the the basic training and then what you do after. Because I know a lot of people
1: because basic training is, I feel like a lot of people don't like they know it's hard, but I don't realize how hard it is. Like basic training, they pretty much take you where you're at, break you down to nothing, and then rebuild you in that six months.
0: I mean, I would I would argue certain for certain branches
1: like. The, the Marines, I know, and the Army they do it a lot. They break you down to nothing and then rebuild you back up to what they want you to be but
0: I like think they, me personally, I think they treat you like absolute shit to begin with, and there is no breaking down because you're already broken because you're you just most of the time most <laughs> of the time
1: to them doors and you, they're, they're you doors literally have down. never
0: left your home t- you know how many kids never left their hometown, didn't have a lot of friends, never lived with other people now you're put into a situation where you're literally in the showers, butt naked with these guys, butt the nut. And you got <laughs> and you got to accomplish all these really difficult tasks in a time time constrict uh, t- time construct it's, manner. A whole,
1: it's yeah, your body is probably in so much shock
0: in first few weeks. Yeah, you're already broken down after the first you're, day. You get screamed at the minute you walk off that bus. The minute you get I, on that, I watched bus
1: videos shoot. on it, and I don't know what branch it was, but I want to say it was the Marines. They literally like make you run off the bus. Yeah, it's grab your paperwork, Island. and you literally have. You have three chances to call a loved one or your, um, recruiting teacher. Is it called?
0: Yeah, you. Yeah, and your recruiter.
1: If your parents or loved one or guardian don't answer you, you call your recruiter and just tell him you made it to Paris Island safe, and then that's it. Yeah.
0: Your,
1: you're you're off. The yeah, yeah, until, you are off until the you're grid. Done that basic training.
0: Yeah, and I think it would be beneficial because a lot of you'd be surprised by how many people ask me. And you have what? some.
1: You have some cool stories from basic training. Like remember that one. Um, where you got shot in the ass by the rubber bullet?
0: No, that was my deployment training. That was oh, my. That was I my. Thought de- that was basic. No, that was my deployment training. Um, yeah, I got that shot. Seemed, I got shot in the as, ass, and as then much, I got shot on my funny bone. As,
1: as much as like that doesn't sound fun, like I know that's probably not fun and that's probably scary because you just got thrown into that.
0: But, no, it was a lot of fun. I. had But a lot that's of fun what doing I mean. It.
1: It, it's kind of fun because it's like playing airsoft, but like.
0: With like, yeah, these these but bullets with with that, pelt like, on yeah, them. Yeah, like
1: when you get hit, you can feel it. Like yeah. I, when I play airsoft, my adrenaline's going. Then one time, I, I, I didn't even know I got hit until I looked down and I saw the BB sitting in like the fold of my shirt, and then yeah. I raised my hand because uh-huh. I, I didn't even feel it. Yeah. Which speaking of which, we should set up a boy shirt to go airsoft, and that would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I can I can set that I up. Can't it's... wait to dome someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of questions. You know, a lot of people ask me what. What what's the first step? And I think it would just be beneficial for people to um, get like a bird's eye view because no it's, really, it's really not that complicated. And, um, and a lot of times what winds up happening is, you know, a lot of people just talk to the recruiter. The hardest part is how to communicate with your recruiter and what to do and whatnot. You'll learn – anyone who joins military, once you get the basics, you'll learn the ropes because they force you to learn the ropes. It's not a question of um, – like what I don't know what like they teach they teach you how to fold underwear so they take dipshits from all over they take basically jocks from all over the country mm-hmm. and treat them as if they never fucking wiped their ass before which is what you need to do there's some you're looking at one a big fucking dipshit that walks into all this shit so i would like i would like to talk about that because that is something a lot of people ask me. Now that I'm getting, I feel like old now, but a lot of people ask me, like, what what do I do? What branch to pick? And you know, I think it would just be beneficial to to talk, just do a podcast on that. Because uh, yeah, I know we're cause we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with time. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe we'll do that this weekend. Mhm.
1: Because
0: yep. what what's what's today Wednesday?
1: Yes. It yes. Is, damn!
0: Halfway through the week. We are it is more Trev. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, hope everyone has a good day. Thanks for. Your his, sponsorship. I think we, we we lost our sponsorship. Did we? Yeah, I don't have any options for it anymore. So, but if you want to use Anchor, Anchor is a great uh recorder, <laughs> recording important tool. Um You definitely got to keep up I with it. Wonder what a comment made us. <laughs> no, it was from inactivity. We ah. lost we lost viewership because we haven't been posting every other day. Yeah, but we'll get back to it. Yeah, Chaz is right. It, it's been a kind of crazy couple. Especially, weeks.
1: when even work because. Along with the snow, Mike plows. So like, he he never knows if he's gonna get called in to go plow or yeah. shovel the yard at his work. Or the, he he's kind of like on edge, kind of when it snows, because there's he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, it's kind of like spur the moment work for him when it snows. Yeah, they're either shut down or they're working, and it's like last minute call.
0: It is, yeah. But all right, I hope everyone has a good day. We'll we'll stay tuned, probably in for this weekend, maybe maybe even Friday, of uh, Friday. All right. Yeah, it is by his birth. (laughs) All right, peace.